have to do a classic scene of it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't know if I can do it without that. I'm just going to have to do one for myself. Three, two, one. Good morning, Mr. Brewer. This is a weird good morning, Mr. Shackman. <laughs> Not just hearing, but now seeing. Yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah, no, I mean, so how are things going? Oh, not too bad. It's good to see you in person. Yes. I see that you're uh, the, the, the sort of being double jabbed has only allowed you to grow <laughs> one extra year. <laughs> yes, yes, but I am still magnetic, so it's all perfectly fine in that regard. Um, um, but you know, did, I, did I tell you about my latest theory on broadly defined problems? And more importantly, do you agree? Um, n- no, you didn't. Uh, I mean, we'll get to that. Uh, what what mm. happened to the uh, toast? Um, well, have you checked out the, the latest CAD on, on the Mars hovercraft? And what do you think? Um, no, I, I haven't yet been a bit busy. Um, where is the toast, Mr. Sheckman? I did not order a short stack of pancakes. Well, Jeremy has this new machine. Um, I made it for him. And, and you know, honestly, it's, it's going to revolutionize um, the application uh, or, or spread on, of, well, of spread on toast. Um, did, did I tell you about it? Um, well, n- no. Um, I, I figured something out there, though. But, but actually, I've decided these are not pancakes. Uh, oh. th- these are actually waffles. And in, in honor of you and, and this fine morning and what you've been doing, this creation has now been christened What a Lot of Waffles Special. <laughs> it's certainly a confusing waffle. We're much better at jokes <laughs> online. You know, headphones on, you in your den, me in my den. Yeah, I got it. Closed off, no distractions. Anyway, Toasting Design, Shaka Shaka and Michael Burr, welcome back to everyone. Well, I mean, you've all been here, but we've never, we haven't been here where we are right now in quite some time. Strange, got lost yeah. three times. <laughs> had, to, had, to, had to send up flares. <laughs> and what we, we obviously have in our new thing where we, we talk about what we've learned. One of the things that I, I find um, with design is sometimes an overcomplication happens very often. And so... A quintessential problem is blind persons and how they interact in their home. And let's design a system for, for, yes. for that. And I was watching, it was a person, a blind person who was talking about how they uh, boil an egg. And I thought, okay, cool, you have this contraption that then can drop it in and check your temperature and automatically make certain sounds and nothing. So she, the, the person has... Um, Knowing the size of their pan, obviously having yeah. checked that out, knows how to line it up on the gas hob. So certain alignments, because it's gas hob, they tend to have the grids on top. Yes, and you can feel if the thing's balanced. Exactly. So yeah. can start off with that. Um, then uses a a, a tin, uh, sort of a, a, a tin can lid. Yeah. Calls it a rattler. You put it in the bottom of your uh, pot with your water. When the water starts boiling, it's going to rattle. rattle. So you can then tell, okay, my water's boiling. You don't then need to have any complex temperature measurement sounds with call-outs or anything You don't like need that. to have the ears of a bat either. <laughs> you don't need to have the ears of a bat. You don't need to put your finger in to test. Yes, no, that is boiling water. Um, Always use someone else's finger to test <laughs> if the water's boiling. <laughs> the idea in the premise here is that the person lives on their own. And, yes, you know, and, yes. And I think it's hot, the big idea at the bottom. You don't have to have the person with life on someone That's else. correct, yeah. Um, then... What the person does uses like a, a, a deep fat fire chip rack. Yes. Puts the eggs in that and then can lower it. Right. The water so you know where the eggs are. Yeah. Know where the eggs are. Can lift it out. You don't need spoons. You don't need to try to find also it. Also not going to drop it afterwards. Exactly. Um, 
and then basically then uses I think it was either her phone or one of those Alexa slash Google yes. devices um, and says give me a timer that thing sounds out of things right. so yeah. completely non-contact but I can easily imagine students then going the complete wrong direction where it's then this complex dropping mechanism automated Autom- yes. that yeah. wonderful word of automated um, yes it's the sort of thing that you don't need an Arduino anything for I no. mean you could certainly say um improve maybe how it's uh, put into the water or, yeah. or maybe design something which the, the time is I mean a, a cool thing is if you you know putting putting eggs in it if it is specifically for that you could make it where it sort of at the end of the time it sort of auto lifts itself out on yeah. you know some very very simple um, you know um, mechanism or whatever but uh, yeah, I mean even then if you've got a timer and there's a handle and, and everything you, else you're fine pretty much sorted yeah I mean it's a thing of what you might do as designer a pot that is more easy, you know, you can you can grip it and it's perfectly insulated so you're never going to burn your hand yes. on yeah. that. Um, you know, those sort of small touches, it's not a complex problem. That's right. So and I mean, another thing is if, if let's say it was for um, uh, blind blind children, for example, there might be some additional um, insulation or, or safety features so that they can yeah. also have safety boil that egg. And then also if it was, let's say, blind with, with a disability, um, you know, um, hands, arms, something sure. like that, then obviously you know, it's a slightly different ball game. Yes, but for just a, an yeah. able-bodied blind person, um, that's yeah. it's a very simple way of doing it. Right. And, and so then talking about overcomplicating things, we're going to get back... Us? To- Never. <laughs> going to get into our, our design project. The boardroom from hell. The, well, the, I mean, the boardroom the that I'd never dead. want to leave. Yeah, I mean... Exactly, <laughs> yes. Um, I see I'm the only one who's actually done homework today. I mean, I, there I'm sitting with this. You've got your phone. I've got pages here. I've got to page 10 of this thing. It's all in my head, Michael. It's all in my head. It, it's carefully thought through over the last three seconds when you told me I had to have done it. Um, all right, so a quick recap. We're now deep enough into this. Um, a lot of the recap, you're going to actually have to go through those episodes. But for all intents and purposes, the problem is, is that we are improving productivity a subtle note of reducing stress. We have chosen the office work environment uh, through consideration of other uh, work environments. We have then narrowed that down to uh, a boardroom rather than individual persons getting their own little special device. Yes. And I'd say that in large part, it's a strategic, um, it's helping productivity through uh, training effectively in management or in uh, dealing with conflict, I guess maybe dealing with conflict is basically like a, a, a SimCity-esque, Zoo Tycoon-esque manage something. That's right, yeah. And uh, we, we started off by, uh, first of all, working out and, and deciding that this thing was actually the boardroom table and a boardroom yeah, yes, tool as, yes, as yeah. a multifunctional business tool. Because one of our, our major, um, let's call them constraints, is that you couldn't negatively affect how the company worked in terms of productivity. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, you, you couldn't cause a giant halt at lunchtime because everyone is playing paintball or something something <laughs> crazy, as fun as that would be. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so it, it went from not being the boardroom table to being the boardroom table and everything else that we wanted. Yeah. Uh, we then went and sort of worked around and and thought about what, what to do. Um, and, and the problem is effectively the surface, the positioning, and then uh, the actual thing, um, yeah. which would be a, a, a let's call it a, a visual in, interactive thing. Obviously, sound is a lot easier to do than anything fans, fancy. No, it's not visual. something where we have to worry about it, certainly. That's right. And we thought, uh, okay, so you needed a, a fairly lightweight, fairly stiff 
structure that you could uh, bump, uh, sit on, maybe stand on when it was down on the mm. ground, something mm. like that. It would uh, tolerate shoes and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and then in terms of, uh, we, we then played around with the positioning. Uh, we discussed some of those ideas. Mechanically, that is relatively simple to do with mm -hmm. standard standard parts. There's no need, no reason to design anything that is made of titanium or <laughs> anything mega fancy. A quick uh, a quick search of advanced, let's say above and beyond curtain rails used in industry. Mm. Not quite as big as say an overhead uh, gantry crane mechanism, but there yeah. are things in between for um, moving moving objects from one part of a factory to another one to yeah. move uh, sheets of paper vertically. There's all kinds of stuff there, mm. and the, the uh, all, everything has become automated, so you can buy automated yeah. any, no, no, anything yeah. you want. So yes, yeah. um, we, we thought about that, and we figured one, if you imagine uh, the, the sort of table, I even brought a picture here so I can explain it. <laughs> when the table is down, it is flat. Yes. And on the, uh, the, the side which faces the door, mm -hmm. there is a long link which goes from the roof right down to the table and it is able to vary its length okay. somehow yeah. Yes, yeah. to be determined. The, uh, let's say, left side of the table has got like a flamingo leg with a, yes. with a joint yeah. in the middle and it can vary the length as well. Mm -hmm. If you then move to the intermediate position, both of these can stay in the same position. The flamingo leg picks up. So imagine if you're standing with arms, one arm lifts up, yep. the whole table can tilt to whatever angle you like. Mm -hmm. These are obviously on the edges. And then this whole thing can basically move there. The table ends up being vertical and you end up with that flamingo leg right up into the ceiling out of the way. Okay, so, and, and there are things sold to do that. And, and exactly, and, and it's a case of it can be in any one of these positions. Also, by the way, you know, this is sort of part from design where Talking and it's why well, diagrams are so damn useful. Talking your way through, you know, if you're planning on doing an entire project just by talking to the other person, without any kind of diagrams and stuff, there is going to be a, a mixed level of confusion. We did discuss the flamingo leg last time. Yes. And it's interesting that there's certain there's small differences in the way I interpreted it, the way you said it, as to the way it actually is. But fundamentally, it's all there. It's exactly as you said it. That's right. And and then I thought, well, mm. while I was busy working on it yesterday, obviously did uh, did you know, the day before, obviously. Yes. Um, I mean, if, if I'd really uh, played played like a student, I would have been working on it this morning. But you know, life's too short for that. Um, I then went and had a look because uh, obviously I'm I'm not a, a a tech person. I've brought a paper to a an apple party this morning. Uh, um, uh. <laughs> we've we've got a decision. This yeah. this actual table, I find that there is technology where you can do all kinds of 3D holographic stuff in brilliant resolution. They do it at at like restaurants and mm. uh, marketing companies, etc. We're now faced with this projection story because I was literally working on the thing of traditional projectors where light source is up there in the yep. ceiling and mm -hmm. it beam, beam me down Scotty onto the surface yep. which could do that and, the, and there's fantastic tech to do that sure however I then found all kind of I found another really cool company which has got things which you can embed in a surface and you can project upwards you can project a hologram let's say locally and I thought okay if this thing was an idea now we'd aim to have it in let's say production next year there would be more stuff available Advanced. plus yeah. if we were serious about this we would actually go to we wouldn't try as let's say engineering students to design our own it's there tech yeah the tech is there yeah. but we would also go to the tech company and say you guys can currently do this here's a here's a gold bar what what can you do for exactly. us that's bigger or longer or square or coffee proof or something like that yeah um now 
This makes a big difference to our table. It doesn't change the mechanism. No. And it doesn't change the overall idea. However, it does make a difference to the thing which we thought was the simplest thing because I'd initially worked on the assumption that the table was just a table, yeah. which if you had a projector, you could turn it into an oak boardroom table just by projecting oak yeah. features onto it, which is you know, <laughs> quite cool, or the beach, or beach sand or whatever you yeah, wanted yeah, to. Yeah. Um, so what are your thoughts on if we project down versus we project up? It makes a difference in terms of the electrification of the board. It's going to make a big difference to the board cost. But if you build the stuff into the board, you don't need the rubbish from the roof. Well, the, the advantage with having something in the table itself which means we wouldn't need to move the projector when we reposition the table. Correct. So in, in the standard conventional table looks like a table being flat. That's nice and easy. Yes. When we then start to reposition it, we've got a couple of choices. Either the projector continuously moves along with it. So if we wanted a 45 degree incline, old drawing board, yes. draft style, right, let's draw like that, or vertical, let's point at it, yes. the projector would then have to reposition. It would have to arc, yeah. At the very least, even if it's a case of from that position, adjust and then adjust for parallax and yeah, the keystone and, and all, all that all stuff, that focus stuff. stuff yeah. There, the advantage then with having built into the table would be the uh, obviously then that's uh, taken out. What it then comes down to is two parts. What is the mass of the system? I can't imagine it's too heavy, so it's no. not necessarily adding anything extra to the mass of our table. I mean, some table. I mean, it was going to have to be a thick table. People are going to, have to put stuff on it anyway, yes. as a boardroom side of things. So that's fine. If I understand it correctly, is it a case of you? There's talk of blades um, in it. Is the, it a, the thing literally looks like a, a static fan. So it, they, they sell them with uh, two two blades and then it projects along the blade, or with four, you can make a giant 3D. So the biggest one they have is 90 centimeters. The, um, effectively, it's 10, 10 megapixel sort of resolution. It's not spinning, though. It doesn't spin. Oh, okay, it okay, literally okay, looks yeah, okay. like a giant plus sign built into the table, um, and then it projects a hologram uh, like a meter up and 90 centimeters wide. So it can project quite a big thing. Um, no. it, it seems to project above itself. It doesn't project the hologram it's it won't, it won't yeah. be able to I think it probably I mean one I understand that would be something where you basically need um, interference yes okay and it doesn't uh, inject any kind of particles in the air in order to visualize or like generate an image within the particles or anything of the sort uh, I, I, I watched the video on it so I, okay, I didn't there's no, spot there's no fog so no, no okay, no, okay, no, okay. So, alright so we don't have to worry about health uh, in that particular aspect um I'm just trying to think, I mean, so basically we've got the two options. Effectively, our options are roof-mounted, table, or external-mounted, table-mounted. Correct, yes. Um, the, 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 there is one other part of this, and yeah. this, is, this is just the visual thing. There's obviously yeah. the how you interact it and how the thing picks up what you're doing and mm -hmm. there's all that sort of stuff. But yeah. there, there, I don't think it makes a difference um, how, it, how it was done. I mean, they've got those mm. keyboards where if you just put your finger over oh, there, yeah, somehow yes, yeah, it knows. Yes, yes, yeah. Now, that's sometimes done from down like if you take how a tablet works yes you know, it senses down but you do get the things where it senses somehow some, yes yeah. Yeah, yeah okay i mean yeah that i'm not too worried about the interaction element it, it could be interaction through the device itself is able to detect there's an obstacle and yes and do that otherwise we'd have extra sensors again those could be external or could be built into the table um itself yeah, or, or you, you drove most of the thing with your phone, like as a remote control oh, yes, yeah. or something to that um, effect. It'd be, it shouldn't make a difference, you, but what might become expensive is we wouldn't want the projector element where you having your cup of coffee suddenly put on the projector. 
the, the holographic yes. aspect. So you'd want a covering for it. Um, though that's an interesting thing because obviously um, the, the way that it works, it needs to be exposed. So it, it needs to be, like the surface of it would need to be built in and the holographic element, yes, you're right, would need some form of, of uh, smart cover or, or something okay, like I mean, that. But then it's a case, especially if it's a plus, that's actually quite easy because there's a lot of other space you can use. And you have those sort of tables where it lifts up and then you have covers that could deploy right, and yeah. things. So um, that wouldn't necessarily be an issue. And I think that's an important thing to always understand is you can see a bad side to a concept. Yes. But you make it as good as it can be so that you've got a fair comparison of the two. That's right. I mean, you know, when, when you're busy talking about this, it's the sort of thing that you think of putting stuff in the table. There's a lot of a lot of things to think about, whereas if the table was just a table and you were projecting downwards, there's only one thing up there we need to think about and the rest. Yeah, I mean, the table can be effectively ready. just a light structure. So when you're doing that, it always mm. helps to go back to uh, design criteria. All right. All right. So what we had is criteria number one was... Uh, stress down and uh, build it up uh, gradually. Yes. Effectively. Yeah. Uh, the second one was interest tolerance, uh, mm -hmm. creating something that you like. Okay, this sounds like a, a jolly load of fun. Yeah. Um, with three D projector stuff, you could you could almost do some of your original ideas like baking and cooking because yeah. it's a three D rendering of it. Exactly. Oh, my candy floss is blown up and <laughs> caught fire, but of course you know it's it's it's, it's virtual. Yeah. Um, and then sit stand walk around definitely got that that sorted. Mm. Um, and then cost not not much more. Um, than, uh, than some current equipment. Um, one of the holographic um, projectors that I found yeah. uh, could, do, could do 13 feet by 13 feet. Okay, so it fills a full square. It's a big square, yeah. Yours, um, yeah. And, and that could do everything. That could do height. The, 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 the example that they used for that particular one was um, a, a table a very large table and it was like interactive stuff at a, at a business conference. That was the video I saw for that. Mm. Um, that was an $18,000 projector though. Um, so it's quite, quite expensive, but yeah. the projector allows you to do normal stuff and fancy stuff. I'm not sure that the built-in surface stuff could be your traditional. Well, I mean, so if we say use the, even though the table in front of us is relatively small. Yeah. The, the, the premise by the way I understand it so if you have a, a single strip, just so not the, the, the a two bladed version, yeah, your uh, projection would be limited within that sort of. That's right. Arc. You could you could do a wall type. Yes. Thing. Yes. If it's a cross, I could understand between the crosses because it could there, but you would effectively have an arc out to say your corners where you wouldn't be able to. Now, the, well, yeah. No. So so the four bladed thing did like the the video that they had was a mountain. Okay, so I, I think each blade has got stuff which goes left and right out of it. Okay, so I suppose yeah, you would be able to then get to the corner. Okay, okay, that's fine then. Uh, I was worried it would have to be, we, we'd limit ourselves a bit essentially to an elliptical sort of table or projection surface. Um, yeah, I mean, the other thing is that the, the thing which looks like a blade, you can either put it like a plus, you can put it like an X, depending on what you wanted to try okay. and achieve. And I mean, technically, there's nothing to say you couldn't have, say, you know, a, a sort of a, a, a noughts and crosses. Yeah, crosses, yeah. Yeah, noughts and crosses sort of arrangement. Most expensive noughts and crosses in the world. Um, you know, the, the price of a projector for 18 grand, I don't think, I mean, for a, a, a corporate business, you know. That's a drop in the ocean. I mean, yeah, if you think about what a yeah. normal projector is, a normal projector a high end one. is yeah, quite expensive it's anyway. It's about that sort of cost anyway. So, um, 
That's and, fine. And obviously holographic projectors are expensive now because they're relatively you know, new. Yeah. Uh, let's almost call them a gimmick. People haven't really, I, I thought, uh, haven't really thought about it. I mean, you think in the engineering context to have a holographic part in front of you versus a 2D drawing, yeah. uh, it, it, it's a no-brainer. There, there is a, the, the third concept, because why not? We always should have three, why not? Um, is a projector built into the table. So it'd be a thicker table because you get very you get projectors these days that are very very short projection distances. Yeah, they don't need to be right. over there. So you could get away with that, and you basically project an inverted image on a glass surface. Um, I, I don't know exactly how you'd get around it, but it, I, the issue is that the table ends up being so thick that when it goes up on the wall, it would stand out too far from the wall. I, I think there are too many fundamental issues with that. I think well, yeah, but I think for, for that one, let's obviously for for next time we need to mm. work on what the final table thing is because then it's a case of mounting it. Yes, you're right. The the, the mechanism, well, there's a, there's a center of gravity when it's down. That's easy. Center of gravity when it's up and safety and all that kind of nonsense. We need to think about that. Um, but it all depends on how thick and power consumption and and all and and also if if the thing is quite thick, that might be quite nice because instead of it being a thing which is let's say you know 20 mils thick down on the floor mm. which is not actually that comfortable in business clothes let's be honest i mean no. it was a great idea at the time but you know <laughs> thinking suits and stuff it's not yeah. mega comfortable um but if the thing went down so it was almost like let's say a japanese restaurant where it was ah, yes, you know yeah. you were sitting but you, you you know the thing's elbow height if you're sitting on the ground that then is usable mm. um and, and actually a thing that thick well, if it goes up against the wall and you've got pot plants on each side of it, is it that bad? And depending on the side of the size of the boardroom, but it all depends on how much how much volume you need and how heavy they are and, and things like so, that. So, sort of as a finaling out, finalizing of this at this point, there is a lot we could say that we could design ourselves. There's certainly the, the that's the, right. We, that's right. We're good to write a report, Mr. Sheckman. <laughs> we've got a mechanism. We can FEA the sweet hell out of it. Yes. And in recommendations, we can say. Work out what needs to be done with the table, <laughs> <laughs> which is the thing that solves the problem. So, so, so currently we're, we're at exactly where most students end up being near the end of the project, where it's a case of everything else, the, the stuff which is also problem solving, but it's the motion and the, mm -hmm. the, the, the projector thing. With the projector thing, we've got a decision. Yeah. still to make yep. and the thing is that decision affects the table and until the table is finished we don't have a design um, so it's a case of uh, would you call that sort of th this is that sort of iteration because we, we know the idea is going to be one of three things effectively effectively yeah. it, it can't really be anything else new you know, at, at, at this stage there won't be a fourth and a fifth idea yeah we, we'd, we'd have a quick check that the concept we've chosen or the, the principle we've chosen for moving the table uh, that there wasn't a criteria we forgot in light of if it turns out that really the best way of putting is putting the projector in inside the table yeah um, that doesn't change things I don't think it will we, we did look at the the principle of saving space basically overtakes that or is considering that anyway and it's half the reason we ended up with this concept as opposed to something that we slide out like some kind of gurney table That's right, um, yeah. out, out of the wall. Uh, What's interesting is we didn't really have anything there about volume or anything like that. We just said uh, constraint number one was office infrastructure space and productivity maintained. So that office infrastructure space, if you defined it as well the thing that occupies five percent of the volume inside the boardroom is that acceptable yes or no and 
well, if you think about it, if you had the table mm. and let's say something which was half a meter thick up against the wall, there might not be enough room to evacuate effectively. Exactly. However, and this thing is now the table, which means when it's up there, yes, it's thicker against the wall, but there isn't a table in the way. It would be potentially a case of, depending on how the room is arranged, yes. say, if we have our, our, that, that flat wall there, if I'm sitting here and it extends further out, I've potentially lost visibility. Yes, that's true. Um, so I think it still would, we'd, I mean, you could say you could embed it into the wall, but now we, we're destroying the infrastructure yes, and it's not necessarily yeah. got drywall space and so on and so forth. Um, but, but building it into the table, I think there's ways we could get around it without meaning that that concept would have to change. Yeah. But it's something good to just keep in the back of our minds that would it be easier if we then changed it? Would it be easier if, if we just actually adjusted this and went with a different mechanism? That is always a possibility as we're now finalizing on the projector, on the table. Um, That's right. So what we'll, do, uh, what we'll do next time, kids, is... Uh, yeah, we'll actually do an example of evaluation. Yeah, we'll have the we'll we'll work on the surface stuff with and integrated with the 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 mechanism and have um, a, a basic mass guess and a cost guess and stuff like that and then we'll do an evaluation um, next time. Yeah, and then basically we finalize our preliminary design. And then it basically wraps up. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. All right, cool. Well, thanks so much for listening. If you guys got any suggestions, any ideas, uh, alternatives we could have done, place your orders here. Yeah, indeed. Let us know. Toastingdesign at gmail.com. Well, thanks very much for listening. We'll catch you guys in the next one. Cheers.